right, welcome back to that damn sports podcast. Um, as we promised, uh, we have a bonus draft special episode to add on to the NBA playoff episode we just dropped. Um, <clears throat> this one is led by Mikey. Um, I couldn't make this one, neither could Jackson. Um, so this one is definitely driven by Michael, Mikey. Um, as always, though, you can stream any of our previous episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, or any major streaming platforms. And you can follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at that damn sports podcast, D-A-M. Um, if you're more of a basketball guy, just remember we have an episode that we just dropped, episode 43. Um, if you go back one episode, that dropped yesterday. Um, so check that out. And um, But yeah, stay tuned to this one for a short little 30-minute episode. Uh, led by Mikey covering the NFL draft. So, as always, welcome to that damn sports podcast. Play the damn song. And today is a little different one because we're dropping so late and it's only me today. And so I figured, hey, it's only me. I know the NFL. I think fairly well. Austin couldn't make it. Jackson couldn't make it. Let's do a little bit of a mock draft. Okay. We got, we got the draft coming up Thursday and it wouldn't be a sports podcast if we didn't do a mock draft. Right. So I'm not going to go into too much depth because I'm going to go through all 30, 31 picks. Sorry, Miami Dolphins. You do not have a pick. That's why we don't have 32. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, G. You're going to get to watch your team draft anyone unless they trade up. Speaking of trades, I'm not going to do trades. They're kind of too hard to predict. So I'm just going to go through the list and I got my list written up. So I'm basically just going to read off of it and maybe on the interesting picks, kind of, kind of explain my reasoning. But some picks are, are fairly, fairly simple, just like the first one. So the Carolina Panthers are now on the clock and they're going to go with Bryce Young. I think there's a lot of smoke screens with CJ Stroud, with Will Levis, and those types of guys, Anthony Richardson. But I think at the end of the day, they know who they wanted in Bryce Young, and he's a home run hitter. He's got Patrick Mahomes type in him. He runs around the pocket, very accurate with the football, and a very high IQ guy. When I watch him interview, that is a guy I want on my team, a natural-born leader, a selfless guy, a guy who's going to study the playbook, and he's going to play the game the right way. I know he's a smaller guy. That it doesn't scare me. He's played in the SEC. He's played well in the SEC without top-tier weapons. So I think Bryce Young is going to be a franchise guy, and it it ends the quarterback carousel for the Carolina Panthers. Congratulations, Carolina Panthers fans, especially Jackson. You finally got your guy for the next 10 to 15 years in Bryce Young. Now, going to the Houston Texans, because they're on the clock now, and it's, it's a little interesting do they go quarterback? And, you know, I've been, I've been kind of going back and forth with this whole quarterback. Are they going to take one? Are they not going to take one? And I don't think they are. I think they really want to wait till Kale Booms or a Drake May. I think they hope they can get one. They might trade out of this pick, but I think at the end of the day, they really do like Will Anderson, the edge rusher from Alabama. And I think he's a really good player. I don't think he's the most talented at that position. I think Tyree Wilson is probably the most raw, but I think Will Anderson is the most ready and that's what that's what the the Texans need is a guy that can come in and play right off the bat and give them production, give them numbers, 
give them a pass rush because that defense is coming along pretty well. So I think the Houston Texans go a different route. They say, look, maybe we'll pick up a veteran guy. Maybe we'll stick it out with Davis Mills for another year. We're going to get Will Anderson and shore up that defense because it's starting to come together. So, and with the defense, the head coach, I see it happening. So now the Arizona Cardinals are up and I see them trading out of this pick. I really do. I think they see, okay, Will Anderson's gone. We got a lot of holes in this defense and offense. We need draft capital. But for this sole mock draft, for this purpose, I had them picking Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson is the most talented Ed Rusher in this draft. He's just such a raw talent. He needs to get his technique down. But I think if they, they're able to coach him, maybe he's not a day one starter just yet, but he's going to be a good player. And I think they get a tremendous talent at that position, which is going to help them in the half end of the season when Kyler Murray comes back. Maybe they can make a run. I think Kyler's a good player. I think if they are they are in a weaker division, who knows? The Cardinals, the Cardinals could show something here, especially with Tyree Wilson. So now the Colts are on the clock and they need a quarterback. If they don't get Lamar, which I don't think they're going to, they need a quarterback, right? So now you got CJ Stroud, you got Anthony Richardson, you got Will Levis. I think it's Will Levis. I think the Colts go Will Levis. And for all the for all the followers know, Austin's high on Will Levis. I'm not. I do not think he's going to be a good, good quarterback. I think they fell in love with the arm strength and the and the and the type of guy he is. He's a little weirdo. I mean, he eats his bananas with with peels on. I, I don't know what that's about, but I think they like Will Levis. He's a big, strong arm guy. He played the SEC before last season. He had a really good year with Wondell Robinson out there. He kind of took a took a backhand back turn this season. He was injured, didn't have that many playmakers. His accuracy was an issue, but I think they're like, okay, we can turn this around with Will Levis. Look what Josh Allen was. I think that's what they see in Will Levis is another Josh Allen. Maybe year one, he's not too good, but he can turn around. We can fix those accuracy problems. So I think they go Will Levis here. And then with Seattle, I think Seattle is jumping up and down because Jalen Carter fell to them. I could see them going quarterback, maybe Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud here, especially if CJ Stroud falls. I think that is a real possibility. They take CJ and let him back up Geno for about one to two years. But I think Jalen Carter is just too much of a talent to not take at this at this pick right here. I think he's the best player overall in this draft. He's got the off-field issues. He gained a little bit of weight. With Pete Carroll, he, he's a player's coach. I think he can get that handled. I think that's why they're not scared to take Jalen Carter because his upside is tremendous, tremendous. So I think the Seattle Seahawks are like, okay, we got Geno. We signed a three-year deal. If it doesn't work out, maybe we can get a kill Williams or Drake May. But we can't get another Jalen Carter because this guy is a freak of nature. So they go Jalen Carter there. Detroit Lions, again, if C.J. Stroud's here, and this mock draft is, is hitting right, I mean, they could go C.J. Stroud. But I think they're comfortable with Jared Goff. I really think they are. I think they're comfortable with Jared Goff. We saw what they did in the secondary, and they signed Wilson, and they signed Cam Sun. But I think they know that Cam Sun is, is, is kind, of, kind of a nickel down back, and they're not going to go that far with Cam Sun be their number one. So I think they go Devin Witherspoon here. I think Devin Witherspoon's a really great player out of Illinois. I think he's probably the most pro-ready corner out of the whole entire draft. And this is a deep draft for corners. So I think they're really happy with Devin Witherspoon and they sure up that that cornerback room. Going on to Las Vegas Raiders, reports are coming out that they're okay with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's fine. I, I would be okay with Jimmy Garoppolo for one or two years. Again, CJ Stroud and and Anthony Richardson are still here, and they are falling. They fall in this mock draft, and I really do think it's going to happen. Um, and if it doesn't, I missed really bad. 
but I think they want to shore up the offensive line and they take the best tackle. And that's Paris Johnson from Ohio State. He is a beast. I mean, if you watch the game today, I mean, no one got past him. He is a hell of a playmaker. I think they go Paris Johnson. They're going to protect Jimmy Garoppolo. They got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. They're missing a piece in Darren Waller. So they might go, they might go wide receiver here. Who knows? Tight end. But I do think they go off the tackle. They still got Josh Jacobs. I think they show up that offensive line and they finally get protection. Then for the Atlanta Falcons, CJ Stroud is now off the board. I think see, I think the Atlanta Falcons had no no chance. I thought in their head, they're like, there's no chance CJ falls to us. They won't even think about CJ Stroud. And then he's then he's there at five. And he's there at six and, and then seven. And like, oh my God, we might actually get CJ Stroud. And if he falls this far, the Atlanta Fal- Falcons are taking CJ Stroud. They are. They're taking CJ Stroud and they're they're jumping up and down because they I think they really like CJ Stroud. I don't think they're high in Desmond Ritter at all. I don't, I wouldn't be either. He didn't really show that much. Maybe it's not entirely his fault, but if CJ Stroud's there, they take CJ Stroud. The Chicago Bears, a lot of people wanted Paris Johnson, but he already came off the board. And I think the Bears are looking at it. Okay, we got Justin Fields, a defense. We got Justin Fields, a wide receiver two in Chase Claypool. We got Justin Fields, a wide receiver one in DJ Moore. Now we need a running back because we got rid of David Montgomery. And maybe the best offensive player on this board is Bijan Robinson outside of quarterback. They take Bijan Robinson and say, look, Justin, you're mobile enough that the offensive line doesn't need to be great. You're mobile enough. Now you got a great running back. Now you've got a number one wide receiver, number two wide receiver, and honestly, a number three wide receiver, Darnell Mooney. And you got a decent tight end in Cole Komet. There's no excuses now for Justin Fields not to succeed in a weaker division without Aaron Rodgers. You can't go beat out Jordan Love with better with better weapons. Come on. Okay. So they go Bijan Robinson. I think that is perfect for Justin Fields. Perfect for Justin Fields. Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they were hoping for Bijan Robinson, but they don't get him. So what do they do? They say, okay, we lost James Bradbury. We got Darius Slay. But Christian Gonzalez is still there. Oh, let's pair him up. Let's pair him up with Slay. Now we still got a one-two punch at corner. Because Christian Gonzalez, I mean, he's he's the most talented outside of Witherspoon. He's the second most talented guy at the cornerback position, and he's really good, really good for Oregon. Lockdown quarter, can go man-to-man. He's got the speed. He's got the length. He's tall. He's physical. I mean, he's a good cornerback. I think they go with Christian Gonzalez, and they're they're happy about it. Tennessee Titans. This is a team I can see moving up way early in the top, top eight, maybe, trying to get a quarterback. But Anthony Richardson falls him at 11. And I think they're happy with Anthony Richardson. I think they, Anthony Richardson is what they wanted Malik Willis to be. And Malik Willis, we saw, maybe he just isn't the guy. Maybe he's just not going to be that guy. Anthony Richardson is a more athletic Malik Willis. And I think he's more accurate. And he played in the SEC. And he had success. I think they're moving off of Ryan Tannehill. They might keep him for one more year and let Anthony Richardson back him up. But I think they go with the QB from Florida. Houston Texans now, they say, okay, we didn't get a quarterback. We still need to work on the offense. Let's go with the best wide receiver in Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio. I mean, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, they all said Jackson Smith was the best player on that team. And look what those guys have done in the NFL. Imagine what Jackson Smith is going to do. Pure route runner. Causes separation all over the field. I'm not worried about the injury. I'm not worried about him not playing that many games last year. He's going to be a home run hitter for them. Now the Green Bay Packers are up. And they got 13th pick from the Aaron Rodgers trade. 
What do they do? They finally get a playmaker on the offensive side of the ball when Aaron Rodgers is gone. I think they get Dalton Kidnip, if I'm pronouncing that right, from Utah. He's the best pass-catching tight end out of this draft. He he can block too, but they want a more dynamic player. And I think that they probably wanted Jackson Smith and Jigba, but they said, look, we, we, we will go with the great pass-catching tight end here. We'll give Jordan Liv a security blanket. Okay, we'll draft some other wide receivers in the late rounds. We got Christian Watson, so we don't necessarily have to go wide receiver, but we don't have Robert Tunyon anymore, so we have to go tight end. I think this is the best pass-catching, playmaking tight end in the draft here. Then the New England Patriots, a lot of things going on with Mac Jones. But is it Mac Jones? Because they have no wide receivers. So now they're going to say, okay, Mac, we're going to give you Zay Flowers from Boston College. you got no excuses now either. you got a decent wide receiving core with Zay Flowers. You can't get it done. We got your new offense coordinator with Brian, the guy from Alabama. Can't think of his name right now. What is his name? Damn. I know, sorry, I know it's Brian, but I, I can't I can't pinpoint it. But he's got a good offense coordinator. Now you got wide receivers, Mac. Let's see what you do. And I think this is the year for Mac Jones. If he can't get it done this year, I think he's done. Then the New York Jets are finally on the clock after that trade, and they go with the tackle, Peter Skronsky from from Northwestern. They're like, look, we got Aaron Rodgers. He's not as mobile as he as he used to be. He can still sling it. We got offensive weapons. We got Brees Hall. We got Garrett Wilson. We got we got some playmakers on the outside. Alan Lazard is now there. So let's give him some 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 protection here, so we can go make a run. So I think they go they go with Peter Skronsky right there. Then the Washington Commanders, as much as this pains me to say, because I'm a huge Steelers fan and I really want this guy really want him bad is Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. I mean, he is a physical specimen. He is not afraid to go make the one-on-one tackles with these big running backs. He can cover man. He can go zone. I mean, this guy is a true corner. I mean, this draft is so flooded with corners. I mean, we can realistically see multiple stars at corner from the first round to the third round, and they'd be really good in the NFL. So they go Joey, Joey Porter Jr. That helps their defense. They got Chase Young. They got Joey Porter now. They got Deron Payne. If I'm saying his name right, now they're going to have a pretty good defense. And maybe Sam Howell's a guy. Maybe they can make a step in that division. Division's hard, though. With the 17th overall pick, my Pittsburgh Steelers are very happy that Broderick Jones falls to them from Georgia. Get him with George Pickens. They know each other. Sure up that offensive line. Kenny Pickett now has Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, George Pickens. We got the Eagles, Eagles guard. I'm, I'm forgetting his name. We got Broderick Jones, Chuck Okafor. We got some guys. Chuck Okafor, sorry. We got some guys now, and we got that defense. It's Kenny Pickett's time. So we go Broderick Jones here. I think it's a really good pick. I didn't think he was going to make it this far when I was doing my mock draft, but I really looked at what the needs were, and I think Broderick Jones is a really good player, really underrated player. With 18th pick, Detroit Lions say, hey, we traded TJ Hawkinson. You know, we got a good offensive line. We got our corner. I could see them going Ed Rusher here with Nolan Smith. But I think they kind of throw a curveball here and say, we'll take Michael Myers. Right? I think that's his name. It kind of sounds weird. The, the tight end out of Notre Dame. Um, I know his first name is Michael. I might be just making up the Myers thing because it sounds cool. But they're going to take the tight end out of Notre Dame here because they lost TJ Hawkinson. They're like, look, hey, Jared, we know you're good. We're going to throw you another playmaker here. And uh, we're going to get this thing rolling. They got Aiden Hutchinson. They could pair up Nolan Smith with Aiden Hutchinson, but I think they want to go tight end here because they don't really have a backup tight end. I think this is a really good pick for them right here. 
with the now with the ninth pick, Tampa Bay, they wanted they wanted to tie it in because obviously OJ Howard's not there, Rob Gronkowski's not there, but he unfortunately goes he falls to them to the Detroit Lions, so they go with the next best offensive tackle and Darnell Wright out of Tennessee had a really good year. It was a four year starter, and this was his really only his his good year, but there was some kind of dysfunction in the Tennessee University organization, and I think he's going to be a good player. I don't think he's going to be fantastic is the reason why he fell so far, but I think they say, hey, look, our offensive line, we have some injuries. We need some more depth. We need it. We need a key guy. We got to protect Baker. We still got offensive weapons. We got Rashard White. We got Chris Godwin. We got ooh, Mike Evans. There it goes. We got some guys, so it's okay. We'll take a tackle here, and we'll, we'll sure up that offensive line. Then Seattle is, is is also again jumping for joy. Seattle is having by far probably the best draft out of anyone because they get Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Pair him up with Jalen Carter. That defense is going to be good. That defense is going to be good. You still got Jamal Adams. You got Woodley at corner. I mean, now you got Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and Bobby Wagner's back. If Geno Smith can do the same thing with DK and Tyler and and Kenneth Walker, I mean, Seattle could be good. Especially if they're hitting on all these picks, right? Going to the Los Angeles Chargers, I could see them getting Jameer Gibbs here, if especially if Austin Eckler's gone. But I think they go with Jordan Addison from USC, the wide receiver. I think they know that hey, Keen Allen, he's hurt all the time. He might not even be here. And especially if they get Jordan Addison, they might be they might feel comfortable to move on from him. I think they know, hey, this is Kellen Moore. He's an offensive guru. We got a good offensive line with Rashawn Slater. Let's get him another playmaker. Look what Joe Burrow has with his playmakers. Look what look what Gino did with DK and Tyler. Look at Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle did for Tua. I think they say, hey, let's go get Jordan Addison. This kid can play. Let's go get Jordan Addison, and we'll give Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, the three-headed monster. I think it would be good for them. I think it would be really good for, for uh, Justin Herbert. Baltimore Ravens, I know they just got Odell Beckham. They're going to go Quentin Johnson. I think they wanted... They wanted Zay Flowers, but he's already off the board. So they go with the next best guy here. And Quentin Johnson, big physical receiver from TCU, could go up and get a 50-50 ball and is also a pretty speedy wide receiver for his frame. And they saw, they they pair him with Rashad Bateman, OBJ, Mark Andrews. It's a it's a they're giving Lamar Jackson weapons now. If they can get Lamar Jackson on board, Lamar Jackson not gonna have an excuse anymore either. He's gonna have to stay healthy. The Minnesota Vikings. This is an interesting one here. They go ahead and hooker. I think they say this is this is Kirk's last year. This is last year. We're getting some. We're going to get some guys and either free agency later on or later in the draft. But if you can't get it done, we're going to give Hayden Hooker the job after you. We're going to let him sit. Let him get healthy. We think he could be a really good quarterback later down later down the line. We saw what he did at Tennessee. We're going to take a risk on him here. We're going to take Hayden Hooker from Tennessee. I think the Dallas Cowboys go Darnell Washington, tight end from Georgia. They lost Dalton Schultz to the Texans. You know, Michael Gallup's probably not there. They got Brandon Cooks. I think they want to add another playmaker. They got Tony Pollard. I could also see them going Jameer Gibbs just in case Tony Pollard can't come back from that injury. But I think they go Darnell Washington, a good blocking tight end, a really good pass catching tight end too. Probably the most physical tight end out of this draft. I think they're very happy with what they got, especially because now they didn't have to pay Dalton Schultz. And they got probably got a better player than Dalton Schultz and Darnell Washington here. Buffalo Bills, I keep throwing out Jameer Gibbs' name, and this is the one I, I think where they take him. But I'm not going to say. I'm going to go Osiris, Osiris the tackle or the guard from Florida. I think they see what 
that offensive line is doing to Josh Allen. And they say, look, we need to get him protection. Let's put it in the middle because we know Josh Allen likes to run up the middle. He's a big physical guy. If we get him protection, we'll be okay. We can go running back by committee. We've seen the Dolphins do it. Just get another good running back in free agency or later down. Maybe we can trade back into the first and get Jameer Gibbs. Right. So I think they go with the the best available guard to protect Josh Allen because we saw he did get hurt later on down in, in the line because he kept taking big hits. The Cincinnati Bengals go with a cornerback from Deont- from Maryland with Deontay Banks here. Eli Apple was getting cooked. You really don't have cornerback help there. You know, you got Mike Hilton, but again, he's a nickel guy. I think Deontay Banks is a really good player. I think he's not as I don't think you could plug him in right away and be a number one guy, but I think he has the talent to be. So I think they're very comfortable with Deontay Banks sitting at the 28th pick. I think it's not a priority they necessarily need, but maybe he's the best player available at the time for them specifically. So I think they go Deontay Banks here. And then with the 29th overall pick, the Saints take Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher. And I think they they add another another playmaker to their defense. You know, you got Derek Carr, you got Michael Thomas. You got Alvin Kamara, which you don't know what's going to happen with him. You got Chris Olave. You got a def- decent offensive line, but all the all the good offensive linemen are taken at this point. So you go with defense here, and you get a good pass rush with Lucas Van Ness. I think he's a really underrated player. But again, I don't think he's a plug-and-play guy immediately, but we'll see what happens with Lucas Van Ness. And then the Philadelphia Eagles, since they want to be John Robinson, if they don't trade away this pick, which I think they will, they go Jameer Gibbs, right? They go Jameer Gibbs here. I think they are they if they get Jameer Gibbs, that offense is disgusting. Jameer Gibbs, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts, obviously. Jameer Gibbs would add another level and another pass catcher for Jalen Hurts to throw to. And it would be would be very hard to beat the Eagles. And then with the last pick, the 31st pick, the Kansas City. Chiefs select Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback from Mississippi State, who I think, if he can add a little bit more weight, can be one of the best corners in this draft. I think he's so good. He 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 plays man probably better than anyone. He plays man better than anyone, and he's 165. No one gets so much separation on him. They don't. If you go back and watch the tape, he covers guys very, very well. And I think Kansas City sees it. They say, look, this is the best available guy here. We need guys on defense. We lost Frank Clark. We got Trick McDuffie, who's a second year, who's probably our best corner. So we go Emmanuel Forbes here. I could also see them going Brian Branch. I could also see the commanders probably going Brian Branch too. I think Brian Branch falls out of the first round. And I think Brian Branch actually goes 32nd overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers right there because we didn't get a corner. All these corners were taken off the board. I think Brian Branch goes 32nd overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know it's not the first round. I'm a homer. I get it. I had to throw it in there that we have the 32nd overall pick, and we get Brian Branch. So the interesting thing for me is where Hendon Hooker's going to go. You know, I, I didn't see at first how he would possibly go in the first round or really even the second round, but reports are coming out that the Vikings really want him. And that's if the Vikings don't get Trey Lance. I think the Vikings could also get Trey Lance and let him sit. If the Vikings get Trey Lance, then obviously they might not have the first-round pick if they trade a first-round pick for him. But even if they don't, and they obviously don't go ahead and hooker there. Oh, I'm sorry. The New York Giants did – I did have Brian Branch select the New York Giants. I did have that. I might have skipped the Giants. I did. So 
after Jacksonville selected Miles Murphy. Ooh, did I skip Jacksonville too? I did. So after Minnesota, Jacksonville selects Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Then the New York Giants select Brian Branch out of Alabama. I was about to say, I thought I had Brian Branch on there, but I did skip him. So the New York Giants select Brian Branch, and then the Dallas Cowboys select Darnell Washington. So I messed up just a little bit there. But so just to recap, I'll start back up in Minnesota. Hennon Hooker goes, and at the 24th overall pick, Brian Branch goes to the New York Giants. I think they get a good safety that they desperately need. And then the Dallas Cowboys go, oh, I just skipped Jacksonville again, damn it. 23rd pick, Minnesota Vikings, Hennon Hooker. 24th pick, Jacksonville Jaguars, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. 25th pick, Brian Branch out of Alabama. And then the 26th pick, Darnell Washington. And then, obviously, Cincinnati goes Deontay Banks. Lucas Van Ness goes to New Orleans. Philadelphia Eagles select Jameer Gibbs. And the 31st overall pick, Emmanuel Forbes, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry I messed that up. But looking back at the number one pick, Bryce Young, obviously, I think the interesting thing here is Tyree Wilson to the Arizona Cardinals. Because again, I think they do trade out of that, and I think they they might trade. It, it it's interesting to see who would jump up for a quarterback. I could see the Atlanta Falcons doing it. I think that's the team that would jump up. But in this mock draft, they don't even have to. I could see Detroit maybe wanting to get a quarterback, but I don't think they would trade up for him. The only thing I would see is the Indianapolis Colts trading up. So just know it. So no one could jump them. I don't think anybody would. But if you're only trading up one spot, then you might have to be like, okay, Arizona, we'll throw you a third rounder, right? We're obviously not taking your guy. We're taking a quarterback here. You don't have to worry about it. So you're just moving one spot down and you're getting a third rounder for free. And that's what it typically would be. So Chicago Bears, there's been rumors that they might trade out of nine and get more draft capital. Could see the Pittsburgh Steelers trading up to get Christian Gonzagas, Gonzagas there. Or Devin Witherspoon, whichever one comes off the board first, or Paris Johnson. If Paris Johnson doesn't come off the board. I think if Paris Johnson does not come off the board at seven, I think it's a possibility that Steelers trade up. But other than that, I can't see really anyone was making a huge leap that would be too too detrimental to this draft order. But that is my mock draft. And if I had to pick a winner, it would be the Seattle Seahawks by far. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. I mean, you pair those two up, you're going to have a stud defense for years to come. And you already got a really good offense. You got a good offensive line, good running back, two Pro Bowl wide receivers. And it'll all come down to Geno Smith, who had a terrific year. If he can keep that play up, and then you still got Jamal Adams, you still got Woodley on the outside, you got Bobby Wagner in the, in, in the middle. It, it would be a very tough team to beat. Very tough team to beat. But we're all going to see on Thursday night what this is going to look like. It's going to be very interesting. I, if I had to guess, my number one and number two picks are probably right, and that's about it because you never know with the NFL draft. But with that being said, Austin, Jackson, you left me hanging on this one. You see what happened. I screwed up picks like 23 through 26. I, I skipped teams, man. I'm looking back and forth, trying to read, trying to speak. Come on, guys. But with that being said, that's that damn sports, sports podcast. See, I can't even speak sometimes. Damn, screwing up here. 
But that is the mock draft. And we're going to see which ones I can hit and which, one I, which ones I can't. But thank you for listening to that damn sports podcast. As always, you can listen to all our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Apple Music, Spotify. And we will probably catch you right after the NFL draft and see how well or how bad I did. <laughs>